It is The Drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. We're going to venture into who is the best Big Ten basketball transfers this season. We're going to build our big board and then draft them between Kyle and I. See where Marcus Damask falls, Quincy Guerrier, Justin Harmon. Probably have to draft a little bit farther to get him on there. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of good ones. So let's build this big board and just kind of go through each team, who's going to be in the mix, who's going to be under consideration, initial thoughts on them, and then we'll, before we get out of here, ultimately draft our teams. I think we're going to, we decided on, instead of just picking, all right, transfer number one versus transfer number two, let's build a roster. Let's yeah, build a. That's, that's how I like to do it. So you got to get a little creative about how do you want to play, make sure you're not drafting five guards and no bigs. Like it's, It makes it a little more fun. Will, I, will somebody accidentally draft like Mike Woodson and draft four <laughs> bigs and no guards? We'll see. Oh, boy. This will be fun. This will be fun. Let's start with the Illini. And these are names that we obviously know, but to go over a little bit of their stats, we've got Marcus Damas who's going to be highly coveted, I imagine. Currently averaging 15.5 points, 5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. He's Illinois' second-best player, uh, I think, in terms of offense. I know Coleman is very much in that mix if you're talking defensive impact as well, but uh, his stats are even better in Big Ten play. Needed to pick up some of the slack when Shannon was out, but uh, Quincy Guerrier has put up a number of double-doubles. He's averaging 11 points, 8 rebounds per game. Justin Harmon, about 7 points, 3 rebounds. Nice sixth man. I wonder where if we did the the sixth man of the year conversation where he'd ultimately fall. I don't off the top of my head know exactly, but he's he's been a nice piece for Illinois and I think on the whole has been better than a lot of people would have imagined. So we know these guys, we talk about them all the time. You got anything to add on on that? Kind of just as we sit here, not to give your your draft strategy away, but do you think Damask is in consideration like right off the bat in the first yes. round? I think Damask is a number one pick candidate. Yeah. I, just like if I think do they do newcomer of the year as an official award in the Big Ten? Or I think they do it in a couple conferences. I think they do. If they yeah. did have it, he's a candidate. I mean, with what he's done. And the fact that he did have a stretch where Terrence Shannon was out, he all of a sudden becomes your lead dog. You go four and two, he has a thirty two point game against Northwestern, goes into Mackey Arena, leads you back with 26. Like, he's he's been awesome. He absolutely is in consideration for the best transfer in the Big Ten this year. Yeah, and Illinois, the fifth-best offense right now, and you could argue that Marcus is the biggest driver of that. I know that Shannon has been ridiculous on the whole this season. But, but you break down the season, like, if you include these past four games where Shannon's worked his way back in, plus the six he was out – there was 11 games where Shannon was there at the beginning. The other 10 have been Damascus pretty much been your lead guy. It's true. That's half the year so far in your 21 games. So I, I see that. I mean, it, the fact that you didn't drop off offensively when Shannon was suspended, you actually got better mm. is a testament it's to crazy. what Damask has done and the ability of Illinois to play through him. So he's been fantastic, man. That's well said. Let's look at the Hoosiers. Khalil Ware is obviously another guy that's going to be highly considered at the top of the board. He's averaging 15 points, nine rebounds a game. Illinois fortunate to dodge him in Champaign yeah. before his return, and it was a big one against Iowa. Put up 20-plus, double-double. And as someone that was watching the Illinois game and wasn't was just kind of score-following, I didn't realize that Renew went out early in that ball game. that Ware must have been that good, although Iowa – as you look at them defensively, they're not known for that usually, but in particular down low, they, they've they struggled. So That's almost the thing, though. I know people have said, I've even seen a couple Indiana fans say, like, oh, if we had Ware on Saturday in Champaign, we beat Illinois. And, oh, you know, and, and you see Ware had 23-10 and 10 against Iowa with Renew out. That's almost the thing, though. They're both really good. When they play together, it's just there's a lot you can expose there. And it's you're not playing through one guy. You're kind of taking turns, and one guy's clogging up the lane for the other guy. Like, that's the whole issue. Like, one of those guys is awesome, and you can build a team around one of those two. But when you pair them together, it almost makes you worse, in my opinion, because it just doesn't fit. And then you don't have the guard play to, like, play a lineup where both those guys are out there. So that's – it's kind of interesting. It's just such a failure of constructing a team, Indiana, with so much talent. I know. That's a good point. I mean, 
Ware also provides a shot blocking presence. I think it would have been harder, even harder for Illinois offensively to score inside against Indiana, obviously with Ware in there. Seven foot, long, lanky, athletic. Has stepped out and shot a couple of threes. I mean, he, if you just look at the percentage, you'd be like, oh, he's shooting 44% from three, but it's been on a very limited, he's only taken 25 attempts on the year. So he's been able to do that at times, but it's just not something that he does a lot. He usually lives around the rim. You got to imagine he's going to be pushing a lottery pick in this week draft class, right? I haven't checked the boards. But. I don't know what the latest one is. I know he's projected as a first rounder for sure. But, yeah, I think that middle of the first round, possibly pushing lottery is within consideration for him. It is a credit that Indiana has gotten and, and maybe probably more of a credit to aware of just the development and clicking into his, his upside this year versus someone that was pretty underwhelming last season at Oregon. There was a lot of talk about his motor, and, and that was also a situation where they had him, they had Quincy, they had – was it Infale Dante as well? Yeah. Like they they had a, another type of how do we fit these front court pieces together? And they were playing Quincy on the wing, and obviously he's more of a four, and that didn't that didn't work out all that well. Uh, Iowa, as we look at them, probably not going to have guys high on the board. You got uh, Ben Crique. Is it is it Crick? No, it's Ben Cricky. Cricky. Yeah, Ben Cricky. Uh, transfer from Valpo, fifteen points, five rebounds. He's been productive for them. Yeah, he decent has. player. Is he coming off the bench now? I've seen Owen Freeman starter. If they Freeman's moved him to the four, I think they might be playing both together. I haven't seen a ton of Iowa, but I, I think the last I checked, let's look here real quick. They did start Owen Freeman and Cricky together okay. at Indiana. He's been pretty good though. Yeah, offensively, no right. one on Iowa really defends. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, Maryland. I know they were hoping that we'd be talking about Hunter Dickinson, keep bringing him back close to home. They they swung and missed there. I mean, no one really to speak of. They got Jordan Geronimo, but... No one's getting drafted from Maryland. No, I don't think so. Michigan. Olivier Kamwa has been productive on a bad team. 16 points, 7 rebounds. He's a good player. Three assists. Just a bad basketball team and just would probably be highlighted better in, in a better situation, especially when you didn't have to ask as much out of him. How much do you think Kamwa is regretting the fact that he didn't just stick around and play for Tennessee? Tennessee's already really, really good. I know, but you even look at Tennessee, place him in there at the four. There's no, I, I don't, he's got to be regretting that decision. Like, why didn't I just stay? I don't know what the NIL check he got going to Michigan. It couldn't have been astronomical because Michigan struggles with, NIL and basketball as far as we know yeah I don't know maybe they had a they had probably a nice pool of money of like we were going to give this to Terrence and he couldn't get in admissions going to give this to Caleb Love he couldn't get through admissions so here's all this money combo why don't you come on over can you get through school okay yep uh Michigan State they don't believe in the transfer portal (laughs) yeah do you go to class (laughs) will you be eligible in the second semester of the year right uh, Izzo doesn't believe in the portal, so we're moving on there. Um, we are on Nebraska. They got a nice haul. They got a couple of good ones. Rank Mast, averaging 13 points, eight and a half rebounds, three assists. He leads the Huskers in assists. Skilled big man can step out and shoot it a little bit, can score around the paint. Not the. I think there's going to be an interesting decision to make in terms of drafting your five man because Khalil Ware is pretty clear cut unless I'm missing somebody the top five man but but mass kind of plays that small ball five for Nebraska he's probably next in line Bryce Williams uh, a big six foot seven scoring wing that has put up some nice numbers 13 a game five and a half rebounds he is so underrated when you watch Nebraska he's really good he can shoot it 39 percent from three good defender long like I yeah, he, he's really underrated. When you watch Nebraska, obviously you see Mast, you see Tominaga, some of these other guys, but he's been a nice little pickup for them. He can score. He's he's one of their guys. He's really like their only guy that can just go win a one-on-one type matchup offensively. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, Northwestern, we mentioned Ryan Langborg earlier. He's shooting 40% from three, 11.5 points a game. Is he from Princeton, that Princeton team that beat Arizona last year? Yep. Yep, he was on that that Princeton squad. 
uh, one of two good guards on that that team that got them to the second weekend. They also then I think they walloped Missouri in the second round. That's right. Speaking of Missouri, God, they're so bad. They're zero and nine in the SEC, I think. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that they lost last night to Arkansas, a bad Arkansas team, and. That win by Illinois, even by that margin, probably isn't going to help your your resume a whole lot. But Langboard's a, a good shooter, probably not a whole lot to speak of in terms of defensively, but he's a nice complimentary piece. I like Northwestern's pieces. He's one of them, Barnheiser, around Bowie, I should say, and um, he's been a nice addition. Definitely. Let's look at Ohio State, Jamison Battle, Big Ten to Big Ten transfer. On paper, he's having a pretty darn good year. Very efficient. 45% from three, 14 points a game, five and a half rebounds. Offensively, you're not going to find a, probably a better scoring wing or, or he's going to be towards the top of the the pecking order in terms of offense if you look at that position. Defensively, not known for, for being an impact guy there. And uh, just for whatever reason, I guess, doesn't play on winning basketball teams. <laughs> Wherever he goes, it's not not a good situation. It's not his fault, but right, something about yeah. I don't know. I still can't understand how Ohio State's this terrible. Someone asked me that. I I asked you that off the air yesterday. So someone asked me. I think it was Jeremy. We were talking about it on our podcast. What's gone wrong for Chris Holtman? If, Who the heck knows? I mean, I, <laughs> he's got talent there. I guess if it was an easy answer, he would have tried to. He would have had it fixed defensively they have not had good teams this is a bad defensive team they're a bad defensive team last year since the ball was not really all that interested in, in defending he was a good scorer and it, it seemed like last year they had an interesting chemistry that really maybe wasn't between him and justice suing mm -hmm. there was a lot of like how, how did these guys mesh they ended up having at one point one guy come off the bench one guy start kind of staggering them a little bit this year they're they're still like on the younger side in the college basketball realm of a lot of teams stacking up with fifth year guys and when I did my preview you got sophomore Thornton sophomore Akpara sophomore uh, Gale I know that they they bring in an older fifth year guy in, in Jamison Battle but I think defense is the easiest answer I just I don't know they just felt a lot more talented than these other teams I mean it's not like Northwestern's not a crazy – they're not a great defensive team this year. Is Nebraska all that good defensively? No. There are teams that are, are figuring it out, even though they're not like Iowa athletic. looks like yeah. they got way more of a pulse than them every year. And I they, know. They don't defend anybody, so. Good point. Penn State, Ace Baldwin, familiar name, a guy that drew a lot of interest from Illinois in the portal. 13 points, five assists per game. Not on a good team, although they won last night at Rutgers. They're not the worst team in the Big Ten. That title goes to Rutgers. Gosh, they are bad. Oh, they're horrendous. 46 points at home. And it's, oh, you're playing Purdue, right? 46? No, you're playing Penn State at home, <laughs> and you put up 46. I mean, what are we doing Sheesh. there? At least they got Dylan Harper and Ace Bailey coming in. Those guys aren't getting out of their letter of intents, are they? If... If those two guys weren't committed, would Steve Peichel be, like, so secure there? Mm, probably for another year because – I mean, it's such a tough job. He's done a good job. He's done a really good job. Probably the fact that they went to – oh, they missed the tournament last year, but the previous year they made it, I think, two years in a row. Yep. Just in terms of their history, they're in one of the better stretches they've had. Yeah. So – but this year has been brutal, and – the losses in the portal, losing Mulcahy in like pretty much in the summer. And then also Camp Spencer, that's got to be a painful one to watch. Oh, boy. What he's doing at UConn. Uh, Ace Baldwin, good defender, assist man, not a great shooter. But um, he's, on, he's on the board in terms of point guards. Purdue, Lance Jones, I, I'll be interested to see where he goes in terms of this draft. I was off on him, man. I didn't think I, – I looked when he committed to Purdue – I looked at his numbers and his usage at Southern. I'm like, Purdue's bringing this guy in. Is he going to play? Shooting yeah. like 27% from three last year. Small. Like they already have that small backcourt with Smith and Lawyer, and he's 6'1", maybe. I'm like, what? I don't, I don't know about this. 
he's been awesome. I mean, he has been great for them. Admittedly, I hadn't watched. I should have joined the the Lante Saluki's yeah. watch party last year to get a better sense on on what he could bring. I like you. I saw that he was a streaky three point shooter, a guy that I didn't know that he was you know pretty good athletically, a good defender, could push it in transition. He's been a really nice piece. Being able to come in and shoot the three uh, does provide more of that athleticism than Lawyer and, and Smith, which of course is lacking. I think especially Lawyer defensively hurts them. But you look at him, he's their second leading scorer this year, 13 points a game, shooting 36% from three. Can dish out a couple assists. The t- maybe the two top transfers in the league come from the same mid-major school. is insane. Isn't that nuts? The Valley, what a feeder league. What we should be doing probably is looking, who are the top players in the Valley currently? And not to say that they're Does for that sure next leaving. Southern but, guard, Xavier Johnson, uh, the, the one that doesn't get thrown out for flagrance. Is he, uh, <laughs> is he going to transfer? Because I uh, wonder how many Big Ten teams will be like, hey, Southern Illinois transfer to the Big Ten. We're in. The pipeline. The pipeline for sure. Robbie Avila, I know, at Indiana uh, yeah. State. Do you think he'd fit it like the Big Ten? He's not. Not really. Yeah. I've seen him a little bit. He's didn't nice play little, well in that Michigan State game. Nice mid-major big, can shoot it, but his mo- he's just not very mobile. I don't know. I, I don't know. He, he could be like a rink mass type in the Big Ten, I think. It's possible. If you're Illinois, would you maybe want him off the bench? I with, want with, I want to well, build around Merez. Merez, next year. yeah. Yeah, would be interesting. Would be a mean streets guy, by the way, during uh, AAU. Uh, Rutgers, nobody. You just move on. <laughs> I don't know if we want. Okay, but I, I was going to say, obviously, a Maury good player, but outside of that, I don't think we want any of their team, whether they're transfer, been there forever, whatever. Yeah, Noah Fernandez was a transfer from was he UMass or something? Yeah, I mean he's decent, but Rutgers, no, no thanks. All right, we got another team to hit on. Did I miss one? So we got Wisconsin still to do. Is there another team that I've missed? I think we've only done 13. Yeah, I think it's just Wisconsin. There's only one guy. A.J. Store, And he is in consideration oh. for number one. Yes, he's been fantastic. I did miss Minnesota. We'll do them here Oh, in a yeah, they've got a couple options. They do. Uh, Store 16 a game, shooting 45% from the field. I know if you look at Big Ten only stats, which I usually like to – consider because of the competition like he's where is he seventh in the league in scoring in the big 10 18 a game huge night against michigan state when they just thumped them at madison in madison a few uh was was that last week a few games ago so he's been awesome i mean he he provides something that wisconsin's been missing from an athletic standpoint and then can get his own shot can go to the rim can draw fouls can shoot at some from the outside. That He's, was that's just such a great move. Like to some of these teams that are bringing a lot back, like we saw with Tom Izzo, like they just don't even really care to supplement their roster in the portal. Wisconsin was bringing back a core that wasn't very good. Greg Gard recognized that there's something we're missing here on the wing, and they went out and got just the absolute perfect fit for that Wisconsin team. Like he couldn't have picked a better guy out of the portal to me to go get than him. I, I I think that was a heck of a move. I knew as soon as they got him, I'm like, oh boy, I'm a little nervous about that one. And I don't know what his NBA prospects are. You'd have to imagine he's got a chance to go in this weaker class. But if he's back next year, he might win Big Ten Player of the Year. Yeah, he very well could. I think there was a quote recently. They played – Michigan State late last week. It was it was last Friday, and I think that Izzo. I saw somebody mentioning that Izzo maybe said that he that Store might be the best. I'm guessing the best non ED player in the league. Although I don't, wouldn't put him over Terrence Shannon. No, uh, but he, I wouldn't put him over Bowie or any of these other guys. He's definitely but. a easy easy top ten guy. And yes, maybe just outside the top five. But but having a heck I of a year. I think he could sneak onto the Give first team actually. Yeah, all Big Ten. Now, does that necessarily mean he's the fifth best player? I don't know, but like if Wisconsin wins a share of the league or is a game off Purdue or something, I think you got to get their best player sneaking on there. Like, it, I like in, a, in a theoretical first team of 
and I don't even know if Terrence Shannon's really going to get voted on first team anymore, but assuming he would be, it would be Shannon, Edie, Bowie. Then you probably got to go store, right? Store, and probably Tyson Walker. Tyson Walker, yeah. That's your five. No, but I, Jameer Young's been great too, but it's, it's just if they miss the tournament. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, Wade asked, Storr was a former Illinois commit? Yes, he was. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That was the offseason, the same offseason that Chen Coleman and Antigua left. Of course, Gentry ended up leaving as well, but they got an early pledge from A.J. Storr. They got an early pledge from Reggie Bass. Oh, he's at Central Michigan or something. Yeah, he was on that. Was he on the Central Michigan team that beat Michigan yeah, last year? Yeah, I think year? he had a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Bass one you're not necessarily regretting at all. Uh, store you'd like to have. I think especially if Illinois knew pretty confidently that Terrence Shannon was going to go to the draft last offseason, I think they would have went after Store pretty hard. And that would have made a lot of sense. Kind of as the replacement, as the bigger wing that comes mm-hmm. in and, and provides that athleticism. Because they – felt pretty good about him returning. They didn't dabble very much with him. And it's funny how it worked. Wisconsin got a Illinois product who was a perfect fit for them. Illinois got a Wisconsin product, that being Marcus Damask, who has been a perfect fit for them. Yeah. I can't believe that Wisconsin wasn't on. That That is funny if you replay that offseason. Like if Storr was on, if the Illinois guy went to Illinois in the cycle, Store comes to Illinois and Damask, Wisconsin's the first on his phone line. Come home, play for Wisconsin. What what would each team look like with those two? It's interesting, because I do think they're both kind of in the perfect spot. They are. I think both teams would get worse with the, with the other yes. guy. I think a hundred percent agree because Illinois doesn't necessarily need another athlete that is kind of more of a. I don't know ball in the hand like he's not a he's not like a, a great passer like Damascus like Illinois needed somebody without a point guard that could run offense through stores averaging one yep. assist a game so then Wisconsin doesn't get more athletic with Marcus, Marcus Damask. Fits right into that Wisconsin lineup not in really in a not good in a way, great way though I mean they'd be great offensively yeah they're fourth in the country in offensive efficiency they'd be really good but I think they do need that athlete that can break some some teams down and slash and do those type of things and then defensively help them out so it's an interesting question question for sure all right last team before we as we kind of round out this run through the big 10 then we'll draft minnesota and minnesota having a decent year they're not out of the woods yet in terms of like being completely out of the mix for the tournament they're 84th in ken palm they're not making they're not making it but they're more respectable than they've been I guess they have lost for the last five, which probably derailed that. I don't think they hope. played anyone in the non-con either. Yeah, it's, it's more so just they're you get they're Minnesota on the win. schedule, and it's like, oh, we'll blow them out by twenty-five. They're not quite that anymore. They can give you a game. Yeah, that's. I appreciate you uh, straightening me out on that. They did obviously take Wisconsin the wire, only lost sixty-one fifty-nine in Minneapolis. But if you look at their transfers, uh, you've got Mike Mitchell Jr. Uh, I think he's from Pepperdine, who comes in as a a point guard type, uh, 10 points, three assists per game. I guess not necessarily their point guard, but he's a facilitating guard that I know that Illinois, he was was on their board. I think they might have shown some interest. They didn't ultimately go after him. Uh, Elijah Hawkins has probably been the most impactful of their transfers. You get eight and a half points and eight assists. He's one of the top assist men in all of college basketball. Do you know where he came from? Where is he from? Howard, I think. Howard. Okay. So he's been pretty good. If you're, yep, you're right. Howard, as you're building these rosters, you need a point guard. That might be one to consider. So there you have it. Let's move on now to the the tall, tall task of trying to sort this out and draft a team. Kyle and I will tackle that when we come back. Of course, want your input. 217-359-2255 on the U of I Atlanta Link text line. This is The Drive. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. 
building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Discover the epitome of luxury student living at Pacifica on Green. Their state-of-the-art residences redefine campus living. Immerse yourself in modern amenities, spacious layouts, and a vibrant community tailored for success. Pacifica on Green, where every detail is designed with you in mind. Elevate your student experience. Live the luxury. Live at Pacifica on Green. Visit their website or call today for exclusive leasing opportunities. PacificaOnGreen.com. At Pards in Urbana, the boots just keep on coming. They're known for their huge collection of men's cowboy boots, women's cowgirl boots, kids' boots, and even shoes. If you're searching for top footwear brands, look no further than Pards. They carry a wide variety, including Ariat, Dan Post, Smoky Mountain, Roper, Double H, and more. And if socks or accessories are what you need, they've got all your high-quality essentials. Since 1968, Pards has been serving their customers with high-quality merchandise. And if you haven't been to Pards in a while, a lot has changed. Go check them out just off University Avenue in Urbana. St. Joseph Ogden FFA has their annual dinner and auction on Saturday, February 10th with a dinner at 5 p.m. then a live and silent auction at 6 p.m. No tickets are necessary and everyone in the community is welcome to attend. Items to be auctioned off include bags of seed corn, various Milwaukee power tools, store lock toolbox, Toro mower, custom-made fire pits, solo stove, cardinal tickets, and various gift certificates for local businesses. For more details about the auction, check out our Facebook page at St. Just Vogden FFA. The money raised at our event on February 10th will help support our agriculture education program and our FFA chapter. This money will be used to create an array of scholarships, state and national FFA convention registrations, and SAE grants. We would appreciate your support of the St. Joe FFA on February 10th at 5 p.m. at the St. Joseph Ogden High School. No tickets are necessary and everyone in the community is welcome to attend. Follow us on our chapter Facebook page at St. Joseph Ogden FFA for updated info. It seems like the cost of everything is on the rise, but Erie Insurance can help make sure your auto insurance premium isn't one of them. Avoid rate increases with Erie Rate Lock. Even if you have a claim, your rates won't go up until you change your car, driver, or address. Your Erie agent in Champaign is Thomas and Eller's Insurance. Erie Rate Lock is not available in all states. Other conditions and limitations at erieinsurance.com. Go to erieinsurance.com for company licensure and product details. As Tapman's Towing celebrates 50 years of serving Central Illinois, we're always seeking good people to serve our great customers. Our team of expert tow professionals would like to interview others with CDLs, previous tow experience, or a strong interest in serving others. If you enjoy serving people, love working in the outdoors, and looking for a career, not just a job, we should talk soon. Do you have a strong desire but lack the experience? We should still talk. Visit our career page at tapmanstowing.com. If you're in the market for a new car battery, you could go to one of those big box stores, except there's no guarantee you'll be served by an actual car expert. Clean up in aisle three. You could pick a battery off the shelf, except it might be close to expiring. <laughs> or you could just come into Interstate. Don't make a big box store blunder. With competitive prices and a more personal, reliable approach, Interstate Batteries is the clear-cut choice if you want to guarantee yourself a new and trustworthy car battery. They're open and ready to serve you at 2504 North Mattis Avenue in Champaign. Let me tell you about Busey. They want you to be conscious of identity theft and tax return fraud as you file your tax return. Busey wants you to be aware that identity thieves who could be scheming to steal your refund are out there and you need to be aware of that. There are a couple of tips that they're offering up to protect yourself this tax season. File early, secure your Wi-Fi connection, shred sensitive documents, lock away secure documents, secure your tax return by mailing it to a post office or an official mailbox instead of your home. Monitor your mail and avoid scammers' schemes. The IRS will never contact you by email, text, or social media. If they need your information, they will contact you by mail. Remember, the best way to protect yourself from fraud is to be proactive. Busey wants you to be informed of any security issues, scams, and alerts. You can visit the Money Matter blog at Busey.com or call 1-800-67-BUSEY. That's 1-800-67-BUSEY. Member FDIC.
Let's get to our Big Ten basketball transfer draft. First, I know Brian weighs in on the U of I Atlanta Link text line. Atlanta fans, of course, wish that Ray J. Dennis was part of this exercise. He says, imagine if the Atlanta would have gotten Dennis. I love this team, but worried about the point guard position come tourney time. Dennis, if meshed with the team that they currently have, would be a top five squad, if not higher, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you look at Ray J., on the season, Kyle and I were talking about this, I think, off the air yesterday. He's putting up 13 points a game, seven assists per game, shooting 36% from three, about 49-50% from the field on the whole. He's a smaller guard. I, I think that you'd have some of that in terms of defensively. He's had some turnover issues if you're if you're nitpicking and, and trying to find some things. He's in some big games, he's had uh, a number of turnovers, but Still, obviously, a guy that can break down a defense that consistently... I mean, you look at his last five games. Nine assists, eight assists, eight assists, ten assists, eight assists. Now, obviously, I think also, too, the way you're you're built offensively, you've schemed around not needing that that guy on the ball that that is setting other guys up based on the way you're doing it with the mask. But I, I just feel like Ray J, because he can shoot it, wouldn't take away from that. He, If you wanted to play booty ball with the mask, you could still have Ray J out there as a spot-up guy. You could still let him be on the wing when Terrence goes downhill and, and he can then either you kick it out to him and he takes that three or then he he kind of creates secondary action, drives it, and makes other guys better. Are you worried, Kyle, before we get into this this transfer portal draft for the Big Ten? I, I thought about asking this question yesterday. We kind of ran out of time. Has Brad Underwood, with the way, with where Illinois is at offensively, the fact that they have a top five offense, and just the season that they've had, where they're top three in the league and well on their way to a pretty good seed in March, has Brad Underwood won the point guard war? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I agree with that too. Yeah, I think he's found a style that fits this roster really well, and I think. Overall, he won the transfer portal cycle yes. totally. Yes. You'd love to have a point guard on this team to round it out. And I think that's what you're missing from being a national title contender, in my opinion. I just, I think absolutely. If you have a, a true point guard who you don't have to be so reliant on Damask and so reliant on the booty ball, where you do have a point guard that you can put in some more ball screens and is just, you know, can. I agree. Like Ray J. Dennis isn't changing necessarily Damask's effectiveness. And if anything, he's making him more effective because mm -hmm. instead of having Ty Rogers on the floor, you have a guy who can space it a little more. Now there's also things like, you know, you might be even a little bit worse defensively with Ray J or you might, if you had him early in the year, would you have gone to this style of offense or would you have tried to play through him more, him and him and Shannon, and maybe Damascus isn't as effective? You could ask those questions, but no. Brad Underwood should have gotten a point guard, and I'm sure if you asked him and he wanted to be really honest with you, he would say that, yeah, it would, getting Ray J. Dennis, I'd love to have that guy on this roster. Yeah, and they went after him as hard as they did for a reason, obviously. So uh, Illinois still in a, a pretty good spot in terms of their team, but I agree with that. I think that – like the Tennessee game, albeit earlier in the season, is a good indicator for me. And like, look, look, they're one of the most athletic, physical, defensive teams out there. So that's a high bar. But I think as you think about second weekend of a tournament or given a, a really a, a matchup against a very athletic team that can bother you defensively, that might match up better than most against Terrence Shannon, that might not allow Marcus Damask the same kind of matchups or just to have some athleticism that he has to score over. It'd be great to have a point guard off the dribble that can make things happen, especially if you face a squad that wants to pressure you deep in that backcourt because we've seen it with Marcus. He's been loose with the ball at times. And uh, Terrence, we know the, the reference of Purdue last year, that can be something uh, against him as well. Look, Illinois has, has found a way, and that's a, a great credit to – Brad Underwood of what they've done with the roster. But yes, I agree that Ray J or, or another point guard of, of that, that realm would be really nice to have. All right, Kyle, I'm going to let you do the honors. Let's get to the draft, give you the first pick. Kyle Tosk is on the Let's board. get a little something here. There we go. 
The goal, I don't know if I want the first pick. <laughs> you don't Are want we it? snaking it? We have uh, to, right? I guess so. Okay, you don't no, want no, it? No, no, no. I'll take it. All That's right. fine. All right. Someone's got to have it. The goal is not to build a clunky roster like Mike Woodson or Kevin Willard this year. This is a this is a tough exercise. It is tough, but there's a lot of good options. It's it's mostly for fun. So, admittedly, I haven't put a lot of. I don't have a list right here. It's not like I prepared for my fantasy draft and have taken a highlighter and and put guys on here. But let's see where it goes. Let's have some fun with it. All right, first pick. I don't. I, I it is tough to go here, and I also know that you getting the next two is. I want to be careful with what I do here. Should we not snake it if we got? We got to. That's the only way that makes it balanced. Uh, okay. All right. I do think I'm going to go with Khalil Ware first overall. I I don't necessarily think he's been the best. I just think center-wise and just the NBA prospect he is, you're not getting that type of talent anywhere else. There's some really good transfers here, but the talent that he has, there's nowhere, no one close to him on this board. And uh, and also, yeah, the drop-off between you're going to have yeah. to take Mast or someone else as your center. So I'll go with Khalil Ware first overall, but kind of reluctantly because I, I don't think that he's necessarily been the most impactful of these guys. You can call me Sal says, boo, Kyle. <laughs> That's fair. It's, I, I kind of hate myself for <laughs> making that pick. I kind of led you into there. No, I didn't think about that and as far as giving you the first pick. I thought I was giving it a, a nice gesture. But, yeah, it, it'll be interesting now as then I have to draft a center. I, I think it's a if you do a better job than Mike Woodson of putting the pieces around, you could be pretty right. happy with having him at the five. Good shot blocker, athletic, can rebound it. He's a really good player. He's projected in the middle of the first round for a reason. All right, so I get back-to-back picks. I think I know exactly where I want to go. A.J. Store, Yep. I'll take him. Good athlete. Is a bucket, can go downhill, and will help defensively on the wing for sure. And then I'll take Marcus Damask. That's so, what I thought you'd do. Marcus Damask with his booty ball action, the passing. He's had some clutch games offensively, just stepping up and no one he can go get 20-plus into the 30s if we need it. Defensively, he is a little bit of a liability, especially if he gets switched onto some quicker guys. But I'll ride with Storr and Damask and be happy with it. Two picks for you now. All right. Um, let's see here. I think I'm gonna take Jamison Battle. There you go. I just think a guy that's just that good of a shooter, bigger wing. I, I think he he fits this this team. I want to shoot around Khalil Ware. I like that. But see, yeah, that's the problem is you got the two stud wings. You know, I I want one of those guys, but can't have him. I guess I'll go Lance Jones then as well. I was Another guy that can next. shoot. Yep. Guard, he can handle the ball a little bit. Pretty good passer. If you're playing inside or uh, you're trying to throw the ball into Kalel Ware, he's been really good at feed needy. Good entry passer and uh, good defender too. Guy you can stick on Boo Booey or any of these other guards. So I, I'd go with him and him and battle to work around Kalel Ware, even though I, I like your two guys a lot better. <laughs> I wish I got one of those. Well, see, now I'm, I'm thinking – this five spot's tricky. I'm just going to take him now. I'll take Rink Mast. I probably could have waited. I probably should have, just knowing that you weren't going to take another center. But let's uh, let's just get that solidified so I can, in my mind, piece this roster together. That's a dumb thing to do. But uh, he's been really, really good. Offensively, we're, we're going to have some issues defensively with him at the five, with Marcus defending probably the four, three slash four. I don't yeah. know. Your team defensively is probably going to shape up better than mine. At the guard spot, who do I want? Um, Langborg is a shooter. You took Lance Jones. Ace Baldwin at point guard. Elijah Hawkins at point guard for Minnesota. Not going to take Harmon, I don't think. I'm missing somebody. Obviously, you're not supposed to help me here. One I don't guy really that, think you are. One guy that I thought of is who you could probably afford to wait on because it doesn't fit with my roster balance was Kamwa. Oh, man. 
read my mind in yep. terms of a guy I'm considering. We need some help defensively. We need a point guard. I'll take Ace Baldwin. I like that pick. So, I almost am. That's the thing. Like point guard specifically is not very deep here in not. this transfer pool. I'm almost just gonna go full Brad Underwood. We don't need a point guard on <laughs> okay. my team. I don't okay. know if I want another like Hawkins or someone. He's just smaller. So you made two picks there. Yeah. So I've got Ace Baldwin, Rink Mast, AJ Store, and Marcus Damask. All right, for my next pick, I'm going with a four-man to pair next to Clover, and I got two guys that I think would fit very well. And it's a tough call because I think one of them's the better player, but the other one would get me some popularity points. <laughs> if we're like, I know we're leaving going. it out to a vote, uh, but I am going to take the better player. I know people are going to, if we're like, we like tweet these teams yeah. out, you're going to win because I I took Clover number one, and now. I would like to pair Quincy Garrier in my front court, but I think Com was the better player. He's just a little he can do a little bit more. He's better offensively, can stretch it and shoot it a little bit. I think they're both kinda on the same caliber defensively, both similar size guys. I just I like Kamwa a little bit more. I think he has a little more to his offensive game. He can kinda you know, he, he got a little more one on one ball to him where he can size you up and make that mid range jump shot. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think he, over his career, has been a touch better shooter than Quincy has. This year, he definitely has. Yeah. So I'll go with Kamwa, pair him with Ware. And that uh, leaves me with one guy left for my lineup. So who do you have so far? Got Lance Jones. I have Jamison Battle, Olivier Kamwa, Kalel Ware. So okay. theoretically, I need a point guard, but theoretically. I don't want Elijah Hawkins. He's good. He's just small. I already have – I think Lance Jones can kind of play the point for us a little bit, and we can run some things through. I don't know. We need a guy that we can kind of run a little bit through. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go a little bit under the radar pick here and go with Bryce Williams from Nebraska. Ooh, yeah. I sh yeah. A longer one. wing, a guy that you can run a little bit more through, a guy that has a little bit of ball handling to him that you can kind of be your – so he can he can handle it. He can play a little bit of point guard for you, point forward, good defender. I, I I'm gonna round out my lineup with him, even though that's again, if we're just putting these teams up. My team's not gonna be very exciting. I'm just trying to build a winner here. I like it though. I I don't know how I could have maybe went differently. Like should I have I I maybe could have went Bryce Williams with store. I played. Store at the two, Williams at the three, and Damascus at the four. I, I probably was out of the mix for like a guy like Quincy or a guy like Kamwa, knowing that I, I don't know if I want Damask at the three. I don't know. We'll see. I might have messed up taking. Uh, do, you, do you have five now or four? I have four. Let's do a sixth man. Throw right. in a sixth man. So you get two more. I get to pick one more. All right. I have my point guard and Ace Baldwin. I need a two guard. I don't think we're going to defend very well, Kyle. We got Ace on on the ball, but outside of that, we're not going to defend. We're gonna we're just going to try to outscore you. Um, could go Justin Harmon. That would help defensively. But I think I'm just going to go full on offense. Go Ryan Langborg. That's who I would have taken. That's my sixth man. So we got a shooter. Shooter with store. Shooter with the mask. We booty ball with the mask. We can spot him up. And then Rick Mass can kind of stretch it out if we need to, have some nice offensive spacing. Uh, then, all right, sixth man. I'll take Quincy. I'll take Quincy because I think that if we want to be a little bit more physical up front, a little more athletic at the four or play small ball five, which Illinois has done a little bit of, I could put him in there. So You just took both the guys I would have taken <laughs> as my sixth man. I like your team better. You won the draft. I no, don't know. I'll, I don't know. I, I, I will go ahead and take Hawkins then as my sixth man. If our offense breaks down and we need a guy that you can just create and, uh, and and slide in there at point guard, I feel like just to round out my roster, I'm not going to start him. I'm going to go with the no point guard starting lineup and try to preserve some defensive ability, some switchability. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have him in my back pocket in case we need a guy who can set the table and 
run some things with Kalel where you want to pick a coach? Well, none no of transfer them, none coach of them transferred, huh? I would just take if a there coach. There's only in the Big one Ten. new coach. Then it would be like we choose in between the new coaches, but there's only one, right? It's Mike Rhodes. I guess Mike Rhodes is the only one. Let's just open open up the floor. I'll let you take any coach in the Big Ten. I'd go Painter then. I, I, I'd have to go Painter. I just think he's the best coach in the conference right now. I'll take Brad. Bring the booty ball over with the mask. I like it. Go. This is fun. All right. So to recap. What's your? You got Matt Painter coaching a lineup of Lance Jones, Bryce Williams, Jamison Battle, Olivier Kamwa, Kalel Ware. You're so much more athletic than my and team. And <laughs> a small backup, pure point guard in Elijah Hawkins if we need it. All right, so I've got Brad Underwood rolling out Ace Baldwin, good on-ball defender, good good distributor, but probably the only plus defender that we have in our starting lineup beyond Ryan Langborg, good shooter from Northwestern. We have A.J. Storr. I should say he's a good defender. A.J. Storr, bucket getter from Wisconsin, can defend, athletic. Marcus Damask at the four, and Rink Mast. Hopefully he goes off tonight against the Badgers there. And Lincoln off the bench, Quincy Guerrier for some rebounding, for some physicality inside. And there you have it. That was fun. That was a fun exercise. I don't know who won. Let us know on the U of I Illini League text line. I have a feeling have that the guy with the two Illini <laughs> is going to win the text line Maybe, vote. maybe. Just a thought that has crossed my mind and that I that admit, might happen. It wasn't that I was trying to, to pine for that. I but. had a chance for Damask number one. I just thought that the biggest like mismatch and the, the most talented guy that was where, but I kind of dislike myself for that one. I don't know. I'd be an interesting game. It would be. I'm telling Between you, you're, you're more two. athletic and you're a better defensive team. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. All right, we're due for one more break, and then we'll wrap up the show. This is The Drive. Get ready to hit the road with confidence wherever your journey takes you. Clay Dooley Tire and Auto is here for all of your tire needs. Whether you're navigating the city streets or setting off on your next road trip, Clay Dooley has the perfect tires to keep your vehicle rolling smoothly. Find a great set of tires that fits your budget, plus take advantage of flexible financing options. Get the tires you need now and pay over time. Visit the Champagne location or call 352-4286 to talk to a tire expert today accumulation preservation generation at Busey Bank these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families with sound advice and vast resources partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy Busey Bank building business growing wealth since 1868 proud to be the official bank of the fighting Illini Member FDIC. When it comes to finding a reliable vehicle, look no further than Sarah Champagne, your trusted automotive destination. They carry a lineup of top brands, including Honda, BMW, Subaru, GMC, and Buick. And they're not just about cars, they're about people. Their team is dedicated to providing you with trustworthy service and dependable vehicles that fit your lifestyle. Experience the difference at Sarah Champagne. Visit Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, Champagne.com. Hi, this is Chris Jackson with Kramer Siding and Window. And whatever your project, you can count on Kramer Siding to offer you the best products backed by the best warranties in the business and a lifetime of great customer service. And right now, you can save 10% on roofing, sunrooms, and decks, get 15% off gutter helmet, and you can save 25% on preservation siding, windows, and doors. So call today or visit us at KramerSiding.com and let's get started on your project. Finishing up on the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. I do want to We've talked hoops heavy tonight, and before we get out of here real quick, I want to give a prediction as far as Nebraska and Wisconsin. But Can some- I ask you real quick, unless yeah. you have something else, but I want to just real quick, since we're not going to see you for a while, okay. your quick thoughts on the matchup Sunday, Illinois-Nebraska. 
think you've got to be careful with them. Obviously, their offensive firepower, the ability to have Tominaga go off and Rick Mass good score, Bryce Williams. I just feel like and maybe they're riding too much of a high off of a win against the Badgers. Just I the, always play those mind games. They're like, I, I, I extra hope they win tonight because if they win, then it'll be a letdown spot. And if they lose, they'll be hungry because they just blew it. I just think that way all the time. I know. And it probably means funny? nothing. Because they could be riding high and then just be ultra confident and just ride the momentum coming here and knock off Illinois right after that. But also maybe they're a little distracted and, and whatnot. So I, I think that. The way Shannon finished that game is highly encouraging. I don't think they match up all that well with him. Bryce Williams is six seven and and can maybe do a little bit there, but I think if Shannon's playing that way and just Nebraska on the road is a different it's been a different team. So I like Illinois at home. I think Ken Palm says they'll be favored by about ten right now. I think I think it'll be comfortable at the end. So uh, Andrew on the U of I line link text line. Thank you to, to Randy, Andrew. And, uh, I know I, there was another one out there as far as well wishes, uh, with my daughter coming. I appreciate it. Andrew, congrats to you. Said having our girl March 15th, uh, good luck and best wishes pipes. Same to you, man. Appreciate it. Randy says, can we get a drink pour for the new baby? Eat a good meal tonight. Yeah, Kyle. Can we, uh, absolutely. Can we cheers one up? Absolutely. Let's do that to, uh, the new addition, the first round pick. Of the family expansion draft, my daughter, who we're naming Nellie, N-E-L-L-I-E. Let's uh, let's let's raise a raise a toast. Happy hour. Ah, I appreciate that. Truly. Yeah. Best of luck to you, Haley, you. your new daughter. Thank Hoping you. everything is well on the health front and take as much time. Me and Lon will try to hold it down here. Ah, you guys will be great. I appreciate that very much. Um, it'll be it'll be interesting. Crazy adding uh, two kids at home. But uh, my son has no idea. We are a little nervous for that as far as that goes. But he'll, he'll learn to love her in a hurry. I know that. So, uh, yeah, hopefully everything goes well uh, tomorrow. And we appreciate all the well wishes and... The, the lack of sleep will probably be getting here again. We know what that's like. And every, obviously everybody out there uh, that's gone through it um, knows what that is. So uh, appreciate that very much. Real quick, on a, on a non-personal note, Lon did pass along uh, from NFL.com an article. If you want to read more about it, definitely go out and check it out. But there were nine standouts from the East-West Shrine Bowl that were written about. And two Illini names, Casey Washington got some due there. Uh, considered one of, quote-unquote, the biggest stock risers, or I should say draft risers in the Frisco, Washington. Uh, proved he belonged among the top prospects during the Shrine practices. That was written uh, on NFL.com. Showed reliable hands, challenged corners with physicality at the top of his routes, so on and so forth. Isaiah Williams also mentioned on there with big-time quickness, which we obviously know about. So 